Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Seavers. And on this show, we're going to be looking back at this past week and looking ahead to this next week as far as all things Hillsdale College sports are concerned. Jake, let's start with you. Starting off in volleyball, for the 10th time in the past 14 seasons, the Hillsdale College volleyball team has qualified for the NCAA tournament. And since Thanksgiving week, the team has been preparing for its latest journey into the postseason. Lewis University is the number one seed and host of this week's NCAA Division II Midwest Regional. The Chargers are the region's number two seed and will face the University of Finley at 2.30 p.m. Central Time on Thursday in one of four quarterfinal matches that day. With a win, Hillsdale would advance to the regional semifinal set for a 5 o'clock first serve Friday against the winner of the Rockhurst-Bellarmine match. The regional championship match will take place at 7 p.m. on Saturday. All matches will be played at Lewis University. No team enters this regional tournament on a kind of roll like Hillsdale is on. The Chargers are 28-3 on the season. The Chargers are 28-3 on the season on a 21-match winning streak and on November 18, they captured the GMAC tournament title with a four-set win over Finley. However, the regional quarterfinal match represents a unique challenge for Hillsdale. This will be the third meeting between the Chargers and Oilers over a 20-day period and fourth meeting of the season overall. An old sports saying states it's difficult to beat the same team in a season more than once. Hillsdale will need to beat a supremely talented Oiler team for a third time if it wants to extend its season. In the first conference match for both teams back on September 12, Finley beat Hillsdale in a 3-2 classic in Ohio, a match that wasn't decided until the Oilers recorded a 16th point in the fifth set. The Chargers would then fall to 0-2 in the GMAC three days later with a 3-1 home loss to Cedarville. Since that loss, Hillsdale has shown impressive physical and mental growth in winning all 21 matches it's played. None of those 21 matches have required a fifth set, as the Chargers have won 63 of their past 72 sets played in those matches. That kind of killer instinct has served the team well and could be of even more importance in postseason play. Junior Paige Vanderwall was named first-team all-region, while freshman Alyssa Van Wienen and sophomore Taylor Weiss each earned second-team all-region honors. The all-region voting was conducted by sports information directors in the Midwest region as part of the Division II Conference Commissioners Association program. Vanderwall, the GMAC Player of the Year, was one of two conference players to be named first-team all-region, joining Finley's Amanda Winner. She enters NCAA tournament play with 314 kills on the season with a .330 hitting percentage as the team's starting right-side hitter. Both of those numbers, along with her 260 digs, are single-season career highs for the 5'10 player from East Kentwood, Michigan. Vanderwall had 15 kills with a .378 hitting percentage in the GMAC Tournament Championship match. Weiss is Hillsdale's single-season record holder for digs in a season with 571 this year. She led the conference with 5.34 digs per set and was named to all tournament teams at Hillsdale, to open the season and at the Midwest Region Crossover Tournament in October. Van Wienen was the GMAC regular season leader in hitting percentage at .349 and had an immediate impact on the conference champs in her freshman season. She has tallied 264 kills with 73 total blocks and 81 digs 
and became a reliable option on offense for Hillsdale. She established a career high in kills three times over the season's final four weeks and was named the GMAC West Division Player of the Week twice. This past week, we had GMAC Freshman of the Year Lindsey Mertz in studio to talk about the upcoming matchup with Finley and the rest of the NCAA Midwest Regional Tournament. Lindsay, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. You guys started the GMAC conference schedule 0 and 2, and since then you've been 20 have won 21 matches in a row. What is the key to what has been the key to success? Um, I think for our team, um, we pride ourselves in being a very mentally tough team, and I think once we caught in our groove of keeping a good mental toughness throughout the whole match, we were able to play to our potential, and um, I think we've been doing that lately. Lindsay, you guys have to play Finley again and obviously lost to him the first time you guys played, then beat him the second time you guys played in the regular season, then beat him again in the GMAC tournament. What's it going to take to beat them a third time? Um, I think if we just play, yeah, like I said, play within ourselves and um, take care of the things that we do every day in practice, passing well, getting after it, and just being aggressive, not holding anything back, and just really pushing to play every point to our hardest, really pressing them. Has Coach Gravel's game plan or the way he's coached so far in the GMAC tournament and now in the regional tournament, has it changed at all from the regular season to now? No. Um, Coach is a very steady presence, I feel like, for our team, and he's always consistent with his expectations of us and the way he pushes us in practice and games, and that's been consistent throughout our whole season. It's just keeping on us about the little stuff. How have you developed as a volleyball player from high school? Now you're a freshman here at Hillsdale. What has changed about your game? Um, personally, I just think that getting adjusted to the speed of the game has been the hardest adjustment. Um, but having great teammates around me make my job a whole lot easier. When there's girls passing almost perfect balls every time, it makes it a lot easier to set. And if the hitters are putting the balls away, which they do quite often, it makes my job a lot easier. So I think just everyone doing their role around me has helped me get adjusted. You had three teammates make the all-region team. Can you just talk about, you know, individually about all three of them? So starting with Paige, I mean, she was the first team uh, all-region. Uh, what a player. How fun was it to play with her this year? Yeah, it's been great. Um, Paige has become a really close friend of mine, and she's someone that is extremely competitive. And I think that rubs off on everyone around her, and she makes her team better by just – competing and being that person that'll hold you accountable every day and as for uh, Taylor she's just I think she's the unspoken a very unspoken presence on the court for us she's always consistently doing her job well every day and I think she gets less credit than she deserves for the amount that she does for our back row and the way that she makes our whole offense more productive by keeping the ball off the floor and for Alyssa, she's just she's a go-to hitter that you know she'll get that kill on a very clutch point. And I think that's big to say of a freshman because it can be like, you know, stressful. So I think just knowing that she is that reliable hitter. She had I mean, she led the GMAC in hitting percentage. So I guess that says a lot for how productive she is for us. Has it been fun kind of playing with her? You guys both freshmen, you know, in the starting lineup. Has it been fun going through that kind of stage with her and like the first year experience with her? Oh yeah, I mean from the very first week when we we run a very fast tempo with our middles and starting the very first week, 
her and I, we if we had a misconnection, we'd look at each other and say, well, do you know what we need to do? And I'd say, no. And she said, well, do you know, know what I need to do? I'd say, no. And so I think just having that at the beginning of the season and looking back on that and now where we are today, how we can know how to help each other and how to grow off of each other has been really cool. And we are able to, like, help each other learn and grow into, like, better players, I guess. As a freshman, did you come into the season thinking that you'd have as much of an impact on the team as you've had this season? Um, I My goal coming in here was to make the whole team better by me being here. And I didn't know really what that role meant at first. I assumed I would be coming in and pre- pressing the starters, pressing everyone on the floor. I didn't know if that meant from my role on the bench. I didn't know if I'd be on the court, but I knew that by me being here, I was going to help the team be better. And so that was my only goal coming in. GMAC Freshman Player of the Year. What does that mean to you? Um, any individual accomplishment, I feel like, is a team accomplishment. So um, just having a very productive offense, our hitters being efficient, has allowed me to get that honor. But it's really a team honor. Everyone has taken a huge role in that win talk a little bit about your team's depth too I mean you're talking a lot about the team and you know how nice is it to go to for coach Gravel especially to go to his bench and you know next player up and Mm -hmm. you guys have been rattling off 21 straight wins just because you guys had that depth and could go to any lineup you guys really needed to and play effectively yeah I mean every girl on our bench and on the court just are competing for that spot every day in practice nothing has led up no one has become complacent with their role I think everyone's looking to make their role bigger and hungry for that opportunity to get on the floor and make an impact and I think that reflects really well on everyone because the team is like an iceberg and it met like 90% of it is at the base and everyone's pushing to get be that top of the iceberg or whatever trying to get it out of the water so all right Lindsay so talk to me like I'm a five-year-old What's the difference between a proper set and an improper set? Okay. um, When I'm contacting the ball, I'm looking first and foremost for the ball to leave my hands clean. So that means that the ball is not spinning at all when I contact it. And um, then secondly, I'm looking to set up the hitters in a position to score. So oftentimes that means I'm trying to get them a solo block, which means only one blocker on the other side of the court. So if I can kind of look and use my peripherals to see which direction their middle blocker is moving, I try to set away from that. And if there's a hot hitter, then they're going to be getting the ball. Seeing a lot of touches. Sometimes I see you on the court when you're setting. You kind of do the fake set and get it over the net. When do you know to kind of get that little set across the net? Yeah, that's a huge um, compliment to like the other setters that play my position too, Taylor Bennett and Emma Fettig. They're always looking for that open spot for me. A lot of times I come off on the court and they'll say, oh, you might have that open or the other girls on the court around me sometimes see it too. And that's just a huge, I know for us, if that ball goes down against our team, it's just such a frustrating play. So I know it's really fun to like frustrate the other team because it just seems like such an easy ball to pick up, but sometimes is enough to catch them off guard. Do you ever talk trash on the court? It's funny you bring that up. Um, today in practice, for our last like 10 or 15 minutes, coaches just said, all right, ladies, 
I want you to talk as much smack to each other as possible. And it just, it was the most enjoyable part of the whole season, I'm pretty sure, because everyone was giving it to each other and like pushing each other and saying, oh, is that the best you can do with that hit? And it was really fun. But usually we try to keep our environment in the gym pretty um, composed because I feel like in volleyball, having composure, because either you're going to win or lose every single point. So having that composure to win the next point is oftentimes kept by keeping that really good focus and not letting little, like, snickers and comments like that affect your play. And so we never encourage having any sort of, like, smack talk to other teams or amongst ourselves usually, except for today. So you just let your play do the talking. Yeah. Ooh, okay. All right, Lindsay, uh, in high school – you had 4,436 career assists. Wow. First of all, what's an assist? <laughs> okay, an assist is when I set the ball and the hitter, um, one of our hitters, kills the ball. So they put it down and the other team like either can't get a touch or shanks it or something like that. And that happened 4,400 times in high school. It did. Third most in Michigan State history. Mm-hmm. How does that feel? To have, like, anyone who has ever played volleyball in Michigan, you have more assists than all of them except for two. Yep, there's still two. Still wish I... (laughs) No. Um, Yeah, it felt good. I was fortunate enough to be pulled up to varsity my freshman year, and I got to play with, I think there were seven seniors on my team that year, and a lot of them... It wasn't always a friendly environment, and it really forced me to grow a lot in that freshman year and I think that having that year with the talent that we had on that team and all the girls that I played with since have really pushed me to be a better player and I mean have put the ball down so I've had really good hitters that I had the pleasure of playing with and continue to play with now great players so you guys will be going down to uh, Chicago at Lewis University for the regional tournament starting on Thursday uh, what's kind of the game plan uh, for you guys? You know, you guys show up right away, you show up just for game time, or do you guys, you know, get there, get some rest, get some extra practice in on the court? Uh, what does the kind of weekend look for you guys? Yeah, um, we're taking off tomorrow at 8 a.m., so we'll get down there nice and early. We have an hour on the court. That's kind of the standard for these tournaments. Each team gets an hour of practice. We run usually a very efficient practice during that time, so we'll get good touches in and We'll be eating well this weekend and getting our bodies fueled up to play. Yeah, I think it's just about taking three steps this weekend, just like we've come into every tournament with the same mindset. Of just we got to take one step at a time, and the first on the clock is Finley. So, can you guarantee a regional championship? Uh, I mean, nothing is guaranteed. We're gonna have to work our butts off for it, like we worked for everything. I don't think anything's. Given we're obviously not favored coming into this tournament, we got the second seed, so we got some work to do from an underdog position, which I think is a great place to be, and I think we're going to go in and play our best and see what happens. All right, you mentioned that you're the two seed, and the host team, Lewis, is the one seed. Lewis is coming in with only an 11-match win streak. And you have a 21-match win streak. Does that give you a little bit of a chip on your shoulder? Even though you guys have three losses, they have two. But, I mean, they're not—they're technically not as hot of a team as you are if we're just talking about momentum. Yeah, um, I think wins and losses coming in 
it's tournament time. It's a blank slate. We aren't even focused about our our win streak anymore. I mean, not that we ever were, but it's a completely different game. It's about surviving and advancing. And whatever that means as far as who's won more and who's done this and that, none of that matters anymore. What matters is the game in front of us, and I think if we take care of that, that's the most important thing. When you win the regional tournament, can Martin and I come with you to the next stage in the uh, NCAAs? Yeah, I'll personally see to it that you guys have first class on the way to Pensacola. I'm down for that. Sweet. You down for a little Florida trip? Well, maybe we can broadcast from Florida. Do we have the technology to do that? Probably. All right. So put it in the books. Lindsay Mertz said that we're going with her. We're going with her to Pensacola, and we will not miss a week of Charger Rundown because that's how dedicated we are. Martin, Sounds good to me, man. Martin, do you have any other questions? I do not, Jake. All right, Lindsay, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And good luck this Thursday and the rest of the tournament. Thank you. Heading over to basketball and men's basketball. In the first half of Sunday's men's basketball game between Hillsdale College and Saginaw Valley State University, offense was hard to come by for both teams. But as the second half rolled along, two Charger players found the range to the tune of career highs in scoring for both. Junior forward Gordon Bear and sophomore guard Dylan Lowry each set new career highs for points in the game as Hillsdale defeated SVSU 79-55 at the O'Neill Arena Sunday afternoon. The win makes Hillsdale 6-1 entering GMAC play next week. Lowry scored 19 points in 26 effective minutes off the bench, going 6 of 8 from the floor. 11 of those points came in the second half when the Chargers withstood, then emphatically countered a brief comeback attempt by the Cardinals. He connected on both of his three-point field goal attempts, including one from well beyond the arc in the game's closing minutes that helped put a stamp on the victory. Bear, a tireless worker who has played his way into the starting role in his fourth year in the program, was terrific in all aspects of the game, finishing with 14 points, 7 rebounds, and 7 assists. The point and assist total set new career highs, while his seven boards matched a career high achieved in the GLIAC tournament against Ferris State last year. Bears' inside scoring was a big boost to the Charger team that saw several of its frontcourt players deal with foul trouble throughout the contest. Neither team found much on the offensive end of the floor in the first half, which ended with Hillsdale holding a 27-16 lead. Although the Chargers had difficulty getting shots to fall, they were able to fall back on their defense, which kept the Cardinal offense on ice. Saginaw State's 16 points, 5 field goals made, and 17% shooting from the floor were all season best for a half for Hillsdale. Over the past four games, Hillsdale is allowing its opponents to an average of just 56 points per game, and four of the Chargers' last five opponents have failed to score 60. Hillsdale held Saginaw Valley to a 34.5% shooting percentage from the field and limited the Cardinals to a 28% clip from the three-point line. The Chargers heated up in the second half, scoring 53 points in the game's final 20 minutes, while shooting 54% from the floor overall in the victory. Junior guard Nate Nevue had 10 points, 5 rebounds, and 4 assists, and junior Nick Zarnowski had 13 points, 2 boards, while being plagued with foul trouble. I was able to sit down with one of the players who had a career-high game on Sunday, Dylan Lowry, to talk about his performance and look ahead to the start of GMAC play this week. And over in women's basketball, the last of four straight road games to open the season did not go the way the Hillsdale College women's basketball team hoped it would Sunday before Thanksgiving in Big Rapids. The Chargers led by nine at halftime, but ended up losing a frustrating non-league contest to Ferris State 82-78 to in overtime. The loss drops Hillsdale to 2-2 two two on the season. 
In the third quarter, the Chargers appeared to be in full control of the game and held a 50-37 lead. But Ferris State stormed back with a 12-1 run to make it a close game once again. The Bulldogs slowly chipped away at the lead and ultimately tied the game at 72 with a late three to force overtime. Hillsdale led briefly 74-72 to open overtime, but Ferris State scored six straight to take the lead for good. The Bulldogs did a good job of converting opportunities they got via Charger turnovers. Hillsdale turned the ball over 31 times in the game, giving the Bulldogs extra chances to close the gap and in overtime extend the lead until it pulled out the victory. The loss spoiled a pair of career-high offensive performances for two of Hillsdale's starters. Senior center Allie Dittmer tied her career-high in scoring, finishing with 29 points on 13 of 16 shooting from the field. Her 13 made field goals are the third most in a game in school history. She also pulled down 12 rebounds and handed out four assists in the game. Junior Brittany Gray hit a three-pointer to put Hillsdale up 72-69 late in regulation, and that shot gave her a new career high in scoring. Gray had 17 points and also grabbed a career high of 10 rebounds, picking up her first career double-double. Junior McKenna Ah added 11 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 assists on 4-for-8 shooting, and senior Maddie Reed scooped up 10 rebounds and handed out 6 assists. The Lady Chargers are back in action on Thursday night, looking to improve their 2-2 record when taking on Trebekah Nazarene. And that will do it for this episode of Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Jake Sievers. Make sure you tune in next week to hear about all things Hillsdale College sports. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.